Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Without Context podcast. Uh, I am Dykevolti, of course, joined by Anxiety Lasagna and Sharky Hat. Um, and today, uh, spurred by spurred on by a video that Anxiety Lasagna sent me at like 11 p.m. one night, <laughs> just looking at it like, yeah, I can work with this. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about our, our uh, fictional crushes. So not our real life crushes, Ruby, if you're out there. Um, but uh, we're going to talk about our fictional crushes. Uh, just to shout out the video that I sent to Decca, it's uh, Childhood Crushes 4 by Emmy Richu. Uh, all of those videos are great. You should watch them. Uh, so we'll just start. Uh, we'll start off with, I guess, me. Sure, I'll start us off um, because I'm gonna date myself immediately, uh, <laughs> being the oldest person here. Um, I think the first time I ever had like an actual crush on an anime on a anime. Oh, there's there's a spoiler uh, on a <laughs> on a character uh, was season two of Digimon. Uh, Kari. That's fair. It's about the about the same age. Solid, solid. Yeah. I actually think she was older uh, at that time. Uh, I forget how the timeline lines up. Um, well, yeah, because yeah. uh, season but, one, she was uh, Matt's little was sister, like, and then season two was like the time skip where they had the new squad. Hi's little sister. Oh, yeah, TK is Matt's yes. little brother. Oh, yep. I remember now. Yep. Did you Don't you disrespect her? <laughs> I still got these hands. Hi, Kari Kari Tai Tai. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Kari was like my, my very first. Um, I don't even really know what it is, what it was. I think it was just the combination of like, you know, the bright disposition she had, um, the uh, quite frankly, how weirdly attractive Gatilmon gets after a couple <laughs> of Digivolutions. See, I, one of my favorite jokes about Digimon is the uh, like fake Digimon evolution chart somebody makes. It's like step one the cat step two it's an alligator and then step three is a fridge with a chain gun attached to it <laughs> and i'm like but that is just digimon evolutions <laughs> that's how it works and it's like uh, this cat becomes the bdsm angel <laughs> it's like it's a really weird like escalation yeah. uh i think karina from Drawfee said it best is like it starts as the the evolution line, if we're talking, if we're comparing Pokemon to Digimon, the evolution line goes Charmander, Charizard, Charizard with a with a gun and wearing pants, <laughs> Professor Oak in BDSM wear, ditto. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It goes I, on like that. I've only ever seen the Digimon movie. Mm -hmm. uh never watched an episode of digimon i thought you were only allowed to like one or the other so i was solidly <laughs> camp pokemon uh so i liked i, I liked the character i liked the humans in digimon more than i liked the humans in pokemon and i liked the creatures in pokemon more than i liked the creatures in digimon the, except for the obviously hot ones the humans in digimon have something over the humans in pokemon and that's the fact that they're not stuck in some immortal hellscape at the same age they actually age <laughs> as the years have gone by. Good and Lord. if you watch Digimon Try, you see that they're whole yeah. ass adults now. Yeah. Um, and my crush only remain only sustains itself. Um, 
after that, I've just I've I didn't really because I quite frankly after a while I thought that got embarrassing for me, so I stopped having crushes on like you know fictional cartoon, girls. cartoon characters, <laughs> fictional girls. Fake so that I kind of like <laughs> purged that out of my system really early. I didn't. Um, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> but I think um, as I got older and found the type of person that I like as a um, as like the the type of person I like and I'm I'm going to uh, get a lot of yeah uh, but like Sam Manson from Danny Phantom like that Solid. aesthetic do you Solid. mean everybody's first gotha Gia <laughs> like, yes that is Shigo Erasure okay no, <laughs> no see Sam Sam from Danny Phantom gave you the goth girl attraction. Shigo gave you the toxic girl attraction. <laughs> well, then I'll say it's Raven from Teen Titans Erasure. Ah, uh, yes. That's fair. Goth girls with dad issues. <laughs> <laughs> teen, teen Titans had both. It had the goth girl, and then it had the toxic girl in Terra. Yeah, and Blackstar. I'm right. Don't look at me like that. Well, I've uh, never been more insulted in my What's Starfire's sister's name? Blackfire. Blackfire. Yeah, she, she was the. Uh, she's where your attraction to toxic women started. Toxic older <laughs> sisters came from. Blackfire over Starfire. Um, but yeah, I very short and sweet for me because I like kicked fictional girls to the curb very early on, uh, very early on during puberty because I was like, it's <laughs> kind of embarrassing. It's just like, relate. cannot relate. <laughs> Well, the thing is, they're back now as an adult, but it's it's different. <laughs> yes, they're most of my most of my fictional uh, fictional women that I find attractive come from Twitter artists, and that is a very that is a very very default style of of <laughs> yeah. artwork. So. That is way di- that is a different definition of artwork. Um, yeah, I can um, see yeah, I can see that. Like being at the uh, like being at that age that we were when like Pokemon and Digimon came out. Um, I definitely can see it's like that kind of childhood like wonder. It's like, oh, you, sh- you know, she's saving the world. You know, he's saving the world. Like all these, they're so cool. Like the designs at the time, you know, our little little kid lizard brains were like cool outfits. <laughs> and like, I'm not going to say it didn't influence my dress style for a year, but <laughs> it might have. <laughs> so I'm not not saying that. I will admit, I went through the army. I went through the. Uh, thrift store army jacket with rolled up sleeves phase in high school oh no with the uh square like cadet hat with like pins in it like i went through one of those phases oh no and that was uh so i'm still trying to decipher whether or not that was before my chin developed because i have a picture from one of my yearbooks i look like ed i have no chin my chin (laughs) arrived in high school (laughs) so it is. I saw it. I was like, "How do I look like fucking Ed from Ed and Eddie?" It's just like, like completely like back. That's but um, incredible. that's amazing. I was looking up uh, yeah, because I was looking up uh ideas for mine. Thinking back, you know, who can I expose myself here on the podcast with? And then I looked He's at my expert. desk and never mind. You know, Sailor Jupiter. Ah, yes. From Sailor Moon, you know, uh, because when I was a kid growing up, it was like, oh, she's like the tomboy 
she's the tallest of all the girls until I figured out that tallest of all the girls means that she's six foot five compared to <laughs> the other ones. So I'm like, better. I don't know what I'm you're like, talking about. Okay, you know, I thought she'd be taller than me, but I guess this is Japan, so that is probably a very tall uh, female size. And uh, her birthday is also the same day as mine. So. But uh, yeah, she's great. I think there's the meme that go goes around that I keep seeing. It's the uh, scene from the dance where her and Mercury are like, "Can I dance?" And Jupiter's like holding her up in the air, or like carrying her because she can, <laughs> like she's that tall. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's definitely something like I've dropped out of. I think for the most part, like you can like like fictional characters to the point out but i don't think it's i think we get past a point where it's like we know that it's just like oh this is just you know fiction and we learn that there are real people and it but i can definitely see it's like it it implants that seed you know where it's like this is the kind of woman i like whether or not you find somebody like that is completely different but that's the kind of what you're drawn to you're drawn to certain aspects of them that you kind of learn you know beginning of puberty through you know middle and high school kind of thing it's very important not to make that your whole personality trait of like why can't i find a goth gf no do not make any because you don't wash yourself do not make any fictional property your lifestyle because it's just you become that guy yeah see, see from a from a feminine perspective it's less about the like oh you don't have a big titty goth girlfriend because you don't take a shower it's no, you don't have a big titty goth girlfriend because you've reduced an entire person to the style she wears. <laughs> one, and the yeah. size of one of her. You reduced to the aesthetic. Yeah. And that's that's that that that's that icky. spicy dehumanization really uh, makes the panties drier than the Sahara. So uh, her yeah. story is also probably what got me into uh, enemies to lover arc, uh, arcs because her past life <laughs> it's her past life in Sailor Moon. They all have a past life. If you want to get into the deep lore of sailor moon sure. uh, their past life from thousands of years ago where they were princesses throughout the solar system uh she was in love with one of the guys who's a villain in the current timeline so it's like it's all of it it's lovers enemies just all of it <laughs> sailor moon has a very complicated lore when you actually look into it like the american show was just like it's basically what we connected to this is female power rangers in an anime form mm -hmm. But it's like, if you look into it, it's like, oh, there's like this whole other like 2000 years ago kind of thing going on. And then it's like, and you're telling me this is her daughter from the future? Like, what's happening to the lore in this in this manga series? Jeez. It's like, I didn't think it'd be this complicated. Why is this Wikipedia this long? It's like, <laughs> I was like... It's like oh, there's a lot. There's a lot happening in this. Yeah. Whenever, I, whenever. Hmm? Oh, I never got into Sailor Moon one because I didn't know anime existed at the time when Sailor Moon was like the cool thing for. I didn't know that it was anime. Like I think that was. I think that's another. I think that's another weird thing. It's like I just assumed it was cartoons, and mm -hmm. it is technically cartoons, but I didn't realize like the style was so drastically different from american cartoons that it was its own thing like it for some reason it didn't click until honestly like middle school where i was like other countries can draw shows too it's not just america maybe with digimon i didn't yeah. really separate it 
and i was yeah it was just like one of those things where i'm like i like i like how this looks and then it's like growing up you're like these aren't american names in like the credits or you know this style is very different from you know johnny bravo or dexter's lab but then you see like similarities in like dexter's lab to animes with like the mech suits and you know all that stuff and you're like this hole goes deeper and it went so deep i'm still trying to get out of it <laughs> the age of 32 so <laughs> well um but enough about semantics let's go over to Haley. Yeah, let's get let's get Haley's uh, first fictional crush before I gush okay. for an hour and a half about Garrus from Mass Effect. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, do we want to yes. go like chronologically? Do you want to yes. go like what's embarrassing, or do you want to go whatever like, gets us to Kylo Ren? Okay, okay. If you want Kylo Ren to be the end game, I guess I should start with the fact that. The first character that I remember having like an intense like hyperfixation crush on was Kyo Soma from Fruits Basket. Saw that show when I was Checks eleven, out. and was just like, I Checks don't know out. who this dude is, but I just to the and like obviously now that I'm a thirty year old adult, it's it's like I don't have a crush on a fifteen year old, sixteen year old kid anymore. But I'm just like my sweet perfect baby boy. That's another um, important distinction. These are like once you hit a certain age, you need to stop. Yeah, like yeah, you don't, yeah. you're, you're gonna cross, sure. you're gonna, you're gonna start crossing some wires, and eventually, you're gonna become a YouTuber and get in trouble. So. Yeah, yeah, no. So obviously, my feelings for this character over time have developed and matured as I have. But eleven-year-old Haley was obsessed with this character. It was the first time I saw an anime that wasn't like Pokemon, and was like, oh my god, anime can be this. And started me down what I call like the rapid descent into trashdom, <laughs> uh, which I think uh, quickly followed up to the express shock of exactly no one. Um, I was a big Zuko stan from Avatar: The Last Airbender. To the express shock of zero people in the chat. <laughs> I cannot comment. I haven't watched. So. You haven't wait what? I haven't watched. I haven't watched Avatar. I'm one of those people that have not watched any of Avatar The Last Airbender. That is interesting. That is an interesting that is an interesting <laughs> turn your life has taken. <laughs> um I'm gonna I'm gonna step away from that before I say <laughs> things on the internet and say the third major childhood crush that I think has shaped me into the person I am today, uh Harry Potter series Draco Malfoy. Duh. <laughs> Just has an attraction to toxic men. <laughs> You're attracted to toxic. Oh no, sorry, toxic. sorry. With the last two, but you have an you have an attraction to boys with daddy issues. Yeah. Okay. It's it's <laughs> funny. It's funny you mentioned that because yes, uh, because that also loops in like Loki from the MCU it and Kylo Ren from Star Wars. Like, at Kylo Ren from Star Wars, <laughs> which you can see have not one. But two bobbleheads of him <laughs> on my windowsill. I used to have six, all unique, different poses. Um, but yeah, I I think my two crush types as a young person were either like the very wholesome, like I wish I could live my life in this way kind of person, and um, and garbage shitty people. <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah. like. 
Jack I'm, from the Magic Tree House. I was like obsessed with Jack. I also just realized your is your sweater a house on fire? Yes, this is Bo <laughs> Burnham's merch. Oh, it don't says panic. don't panic. I was just looking, I was like, wait, well, that house is on fire. And I'm like, what yeah, kind of holiday cute? sweater? <laughs> It's it's his merch from inside. So if you wake up in a house that's full of smoke, don't panic. Call me and I'll oh, tell you a joke. I got the character select screen from the best Ninja Turtles game. So I have a Metallica shirt on. Heck yeah! For some reason that checks out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the uh, I I I would I could I should say like getting out of. So for me, I think my thing with not was like kicking myself out of crushes is like you we were alluding to at some point you're just way older than the characters in the show and it's like that's weird and that happened to me a lot because i was just i was just a generation ahead of like everyone else everyone else is like the cartoons that got really popular um but in saying that uh, i am reminded of a just a brief the briefest fling of something that happened in a video game um in breath of fire 3 for the playstation 1 uh one of when you get to a certain point in the game this is spoilers for a game that's over 30 years, years old, old. Point, i think probably, 20, yeah, probably over 20 yeah um at at some point you uh free a character from like a stasis that they're in and uh they revert to a human form and they're just straight up naked and you're like huh what an interesting form there. And it's like a, you just see a naked woman for like 20 minutes. Japan. <laughs> okay. In, I, I can't, I can't have the reaction I just did because what is a key plot point of fruits basket when they transform back from being animals, they're naked, but there's strategically placed clouds of smoke. So I need to check myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that was something I, I just thought about. Cause I, I was like, I was like, there was something from Breath of Fire three, and I like looked into it, and I was like, look at different characters. Right, that one was butt ass naked for a hot minute there. Like, okay, like clarifying spoilers for a yes. twenty year old game, and then you proceed to say something about it with no character names, no indication on who's who, and it's just like perfectly yes. not spoiled. When you say naked, do you mean like? Like, like naked, naked, or like, like strategically placed clouds, naked? So this game is an isometric RPG, so there are no clouds to place. But they're also like little character models, so it's like hard to yeah, it's like <laughs> hard to decipher. That big. Okay, so I was like sitting little... there going, "What is this game rated? <laughs> How are you guys uh, allowed to play it?" Teen, I think. T for titty. Oh, so it's like okay, okay, yeah. I was not allowed it, to play those kinds. Of they're kids. they're very they're very like they're very like Barbie and Ken dolled, but it's it's still it's still a naked the, ass. Yes, <laughs> still a naked ass person. I, I, and the other reason I, I am not saying a name is because I don't remember if this is the person I was thinking of. I think their name is Deus. Um, they, they have like, I just remember like a shock of blue hair and like a naked body and they're just kind of walking around. And I remember the, the protagonist, um, Ryu, is just blushing his face off the whole time because, of course... I also want to cycle back to uh, the Barbie and Ken comment of uh, the fact that that song is not going to be in the movie. Why even bother? Why? I saw a headline and it was like Barbie. It's like Aqua's Barbie song will not be in the Barbie movie. And I'm like, then why did you make this movie? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Ryan Gosling looks weird with bleach blonde hair. Like this movie is making me like feel real weird about some of the things. It's like this 
Ryan Gosling does not look normal. Like, he doesn't look human for Good. some reason. Good. <laughs> like, Ryan Gosling it, very seldomly looks human anyway. But, like, they dropped, like, the preview image with Margot Robbie, like, in the pink car and everything. And then, like, the following headlines were, no Aqua song will not be in the Barbie movie. And Twitter's just like, then why are you even making this movie? It's like, then what is the point? So we're hoping to bully the studios into putting it in. <laughs> it worked for Sonic. And <laughs> so. It worked for Sonic. Uh, but uh, I, I should also say that this that this character uh, from Pet the Fire 3 was both an adult and it was simultaneously an adult and thousands of years old. Ah, so it's not it's the not, cheap the, it's excuse. not the other way around. No, 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 no. <laughs> It's not. It's not the. It's not the kid thing. That shit is weird. I'm looking at you, anime enjoyers. I'm looking at you, fireable. It's weird. Looking at you, most shonen anime. <laughs> most uh, edgy shonen anime. <laughs> so, um, with our childhood crushes now revealed, let's talk about how our tastes have evolved, or in maybe in Haley's case, not so much over the years. <laughs> Uh, uh, and I, I know. Go ahead, I was gonna say I know. I know. Sh- just, I was gonna say I know. Shark is just me, chomping at the bit to talk me, about Jared's carrying. It's like just like just like with Haley, just like just spew the Kylo spiel. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay. In my defense. Uh-huh. In my defense. This is finally um, the defense episode. Like you keep bringing it up, <laughs> but now we're actually giving you. <laughs> we're giving you the open forum. In my defense, I know Kylo Ren sucks i know this i accept this it's partially why i like him um but my taste in characters over the last i would say five years has definitely evolved um obviously i'm still a kylo ren simp and a kylo ren apologist because i have to have my like small uh like tethers to my former self who was just like toxic boys are gonna be mean to you yes please (laughs) um but i have found recently after getting out of a really terrible like situationship that no guys aren't supposed to be mean to you when they like you like that's not what's supposed to happen like them being mean to you is not them liking you so i might opposite most of the time yeah (laughs) Usually, like, they're supposed to be nice. So now, like, nicer people tend to be my favorite. Um, The joke now is my type is just, like, tall, lanky brunettes with glasses. And if that's the character model, like, Haley's going to be 150,000% on board. Harvey from... from, uh, Harvey from Stardew Valley. Yeah. Harvey from Stardew Valley. Didn't you just marry one? (laughs) Like, I, I did just marry that exact. We kind love of that person. for you. She married that archetype. I married my archetype. Okay, she's um, living I, your dream. She's she married. Dream. She married her dream husbando. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like in recent years, like I'm a big like Maze Hughes fan. Like that was he's my favorite character from that series. That's not like a child, and I have like this like maternal sort of enjoyment of like we love a man who loves his wife and loves his child and is a family man sir night eye from my hero academia uh tall lanky brunettish dude with glasses what do you want me to do (laughs) (laughs) 
uh there's definitely been instances i've always also had like a soft spot for redheads and that is purely kyosoma's fault but every so just to prove how much i've improved as a person when season four of my hero academia was coming out all my friends who'd either like read the manga or had already watched the show were like Haley is gonna be such an overhaul simp and just purely based on his aesthetic i was like hell yeah plague <laughs> mask the like the general look of hatred and like he wouldn't give less of a shit about me hell yes he was mean to a child one time <laughs> and i was like that's it this man forever <laughs> that's it i don't know who disqualified dq'd i'm done and they're like what about this skinny bitch and i'm like that one <laughs> I would like that one, please. I want that trash rodent over there. What about like, Dab? What about Dabby? <laughs> I was hoping yeah. to get through this without bringing up Dabby because he probably smells like the inside of like a burnt garbage can. <laughs> but yeah. I have to stay true to my roots and like a dark colored wears black has issues with his father burns like. Gimme, gimme. <laughs> it's delightful. It's the Rolo. And as far as I know, he's an adult, but I, 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 I toe the line with Dabby. I also stopped watching the show because I am deeply uncomfortable with children doing things that I think are an adult's job and being put into adult danger as children. Plus, everyone <laughs> thought I was going to be a big old Bakugo stan, and my favorite cl- uh, member of Class 1A is Tenya Ida because... That's that actually <laughs> tall glasses burn. <laughs> and he's he's dedicated to his studies, and I respect that. Um, I just a cursory Google shows that Dabby is twenty three, so you're free to send. I'm, I'm in the clear. I'm in the clear. You're in the clear. If I had to mark a moment where I felt myself pivoting away from like only simping for toxic boys, was two two instances. The first was when I watched Blue Exorcist for the first time. And I immediately was like, oh, I'm going to be a Reno Kumara fan because I too am the like, ugh, the unwanted, less like perfect, shitty son. And then his brother walked into the room and spoke three words. And I'm like, nope, that's the son that I won. <laughs> his brother, whose name escapes me right now, which proves how good of a fan I am of that show. But <laughs> the brother was very cute in a like you sweet little baby because he's like 15 and i was like 25 when i was watching that show so it was just like oh look at that sweet baby boy and um not to not to roast myself and kind of like out myself to the internet i used to be a really big peter baelish stan um i'm not proud of it i have recovered (laughs) and um it took watching the scene spoilers for game of thrones not that anyone cares at this point in time (laughs) when he dies on the show the first time i watched it i was very mad because i was like nobody would be smarter than peter baelish and then i rewatched that season was like fuck that man that (laughs) dude is the goddamned worst (laughs) and that's when i stopped simping as hard for angry boys and made my full pivot into soft boys and now I'm a really, really big soft boy simp, like Harvey from Stardew Valley. Or when it comes to die for that pixelated man. Or when it comes to D and D, just a sucker for the big idiots. <laughs> it's like yeah. So D and D has showed me that at least the character I am playing 
And this might be because, like, I'm utilizing my character Ophelia to kind of work through some some shit I went through in grad school. Sure. <laughs> Having, like, when you're forced to just be at, like, peak performance all the time, like, you have to be perfect. You have to be the smartest, most capable, most driven, most whatever in the room. And then this big, stupid, pretty person comes up to you and is just like... <laughs> And then, launches no and then launches How? himself into death. <laughs> yeah, and launches himself into death. So then you have to save them. And as you're like, oh, I'm sorry for the inconvenience of having to like hold on to this person I don't. It's like, are you an angel? And I'm like, <laughs> what, what do you say to that? What do you even say to that? So, um, but that is also the fact that uh, Atticus's player, Charlie, and I have known each other since we were in middle school. So he knows Fair. exactly what buttons of mine to push. So uh, I love you, Charlie, but also go fuck yourself. <laughs> Charlie, friend of the show, occasional co-host. Yeah, he's he's one of those. Yeah, yeah. he's great. But yeah, so um, <clears throat> I I still will always have a soft spot for toxic for toxic shitty dudes because I just the the aesthetic. Like, <laughs> how do you say no? to that how he's stupid and dumb and we love that he's stupid but i also need a harvey who will literally be like being married to you is just like one of the greatest is like the greatest thing that's ever happened to me like shut up you're made out of pixels (laughs) homeless guy from skyrim that you keep marrying i yes (laughs) go listen listen to the skyrim episode to hear that story (laughs) <laughs> yep, uh, how I literally pointed Great. out all of the possible options to marry and picked the one that needed a house the most. <laughs> I, uh, I think in... Anxiety lasagna, I can fix him. <laughs> I think in recent years, I've moved away from uh, like fictional characters, but there are still some that like stick out as like, I love them just as a character. One of them is Garrus from Mass Effect, and I'll continue to sing his praises because he's just the broiest of bros uh to you in the squad and i restarted the game when he died in the suicide mission of mass effect 2 because i could not go on without him so i redid everything <laughs> to get his uh, loyalty mission succeeded um, at this point it's just like i just have crushes on like just i have crushes on like real women now like Aubrey Plaza can punch me in the throat and I would thank her. <laughs> so We're talking about fictional. <laughs> my the possibilities with them are fictional, so does that count? <laughs> First off, weird. Second off, I will say there's a there's a a non like there's a non-zero chance that that's just a character that they are portraying when they are in front of a camera, even when they're even when they're doing like out of character interviews, they still have like a person percent personality they have to portray. So in yeah. that light, it's like it's like when I simp for a wrestler. I'm not simping for the person behind the mask or behind the outfit or whatever. I'm simping for the character. Please yeah. step on me, Rhea Ripley. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> or just the gift that is always shared whenever uh jamie hater or tony storms on where it's just eddie kingston i want that cake <laughs> like <laughs> um 
But anyway, the, the um, wrestling channel on our Discord is just me and Decca going back and forth. <laughs> That's all it is. I fully cannot relate to the like my crushes aren't fictional. Like I fully cannot relate to that. Like I have a couple of favorite actors, but it's always because they play the characters that I have crushes on. Yeah. And like it's definitely that. Talking, um... I scribbled a bunch of fictional characters and I was like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." But I don't think I could name like three real people that I would be like, oh yeah, I definitely have a crush on them because I'm like, they're a real person and they have like real lives that just, I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know Rhea Ripley's real name. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. Put that to the side. You go live your life in Australia or whatever you're doing. Yeah. No, I think, uh, I think what like that, make that connection in my brain though, is, uh, the th- three of the characters from Scott Pilgrim, um, uh, Aubrey Plaza's uh, barista character, I forget her name, but the one who has like the bleeping, he's like, how are you doing that with your mouth? Just because of her <laughs> personality. And then uh, Scott's sister, who's played by Anna Kendricks. And uh, then Ramona Flowers, who's played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who honestly, congrats to her for snagging uh, Ern McGregor as a boyfriend. <laughs> so, I love that. I ple- I I am pleading the fifth on that. I'm pleading the fifth. You don't want to know my thoughts. She's great. I have nothing against her. All my ire is directed at you and McGregor. But that's a topic for another day. But um, yeah, it's definitely been something that has like been less of a uh, less of a presence uh, lately. Ever since I began relationships in high school, <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh no, my my fiance had to fully sit through the entirety of Loki sitting right next to me. Is <laughs> she <laughs> just like this? Anytime he was on screen, he's like, "You can react," and I'm like, "No, I need to be respectful to you." And he's like, "You loved him first. <laughs> <laughs> you loved him first. Our our my first like date date with my now husband was to see he hadn't seen Rise of Skywalker yet, and I had already seen Rise of Skywalker." So I had to sit there because I was like, I don't know this guy. I need to be very chill and had to sit there and see Kylo Ren become Ben Solo and not outwardly react about it. And he's like, to this day, I don't know how you managed that. And I was like, I fully dissociated out of my own body. So I would be like, ah, Ben Solo in his good boy sweater. You like made a, you like made a force ghost in your force ghost. I was like, ah! <laughs> You know, yeah, the so more like, we the more we carry on this conversation, I've realized like our episodes are just getting more and more unhinged in terms of topics. Yes. <laughs> and Good. I'm enjoying it. I could see. I went from I went from writing full ass Google Docs of like my stuff to just like ah eh, do it off the cuff. It's like, hey, what are we talking about today? First fictional crush. <laughs> it's like looking at thinking about looking at the time, and it's like, how much mileage can we get out of this topic? Whatever, let's do it. I can talk about it for hours, honestly. There's, but, um, there's names on this list I haven't talked about yet. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, another thing that has happened in recent years, uh, knowing Kristen, um, ex-girlfriend now, but still friends and everything, and I've mentioned her on the show before, uh, we write characters together, and her fictional characters have kind of become like a big part of like my life and everything, because it's us putting aspects of ourselves into these characters so it's like little pieces of her in certain ones and little pieces of me and it's like i just think about them now i'm like i want to write like the book you know with them but it's like i'm also just like thinking about them and it's like 
this is awesome. Like I have this whole cast of characters and none of the talent to get it out. <laughs> so <laughs> I do I do just write fan fiction. Uh, I got that email today. It's like, hey, somebody's like somebody's added one of your stories to their favorite list, and I'm like, please stop. <laughs> All my fan fiction died with Quizilla, so mine is on fan fiction. I changed my screen name, however, so people can't find anything that I might have Still used in the past. But I, I people keep finding it. People keep finding shit from 2006, and it's like added to your favorite. It's like. Man, come on. Rare, <laughs> it's a rare ship. You got to dig deep in there. Luckily, the, the the ships that I'm into right now are still like hopping and popping the fuck <laughs> off. So, uh, but if it's like a rare ship or like a fandom that hasn't been active, like you got to dig for that yeah. content. I think to Sharky's point, uh, when I started playing a lot more D&D um, and the characters I would make, uh, some of my favorites, uh, I talk, I've talked about this on the podcast before, I think. Um, I had, I played Curse of Strahd with, uh, you know, on, on a stream and I played, uh, a little gnomish artificer named Yelakin, this little guy. Um, and he fell in love. He ended up falling in love with this like eight or nine foot Goliath woman. <laughs> um, and, uh, we, me and that, me and that player, like wrote fan fiction to each other, like <laughs> while we were while we were uh, playing in the game. I'm like, oh yeah, this is how this character reacts in this time because you know his his literal like soon to be wife died right in front of him. That's fucking sucks. I think uh, I know everybody like puts effort into their characters in our group and everything, but it's like every game we start, it's just like Lindsay shows up and slaps down a character, and like everybody in the server is like. Oh, <laughs> it's like, mommy, oh, it's sorry. on. It's mommy, like, that's sorry. the, uh, that's, sorry. that's the server's favorite. It seems like, it's like, how do you keep hitting these bangers back to back like this? <laughs> People are just blessed. She don't and miss. She doesn't I, miss. I will say Lindsay. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to be running Lindsay Haley and a few of our other friends uh, through Call of the Netherdeep on and off while Sharky needs, you know, some off time. Which I, is when I finish when I finish campaign one, after the yes. two and a half years of us running it, I'm going to hibernate as a DM for a long time. <laughs> so, so, so I'm running Call of the Netherdeep, uh, and uh, once again, Lindsay showed me her character. And just don't miss. <laughs> it's just Lindsay dropping another character, and it's just like, God damn it, she can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> she can't keep getting away with this, but it's so good. <laughs> Um, also, but yeah, I think tiny, I, I think tiny I also Mando. <laughs> tiny Mando. About one with the little things, so. That's awesome. I'm just sitting here playing. I, think I also transitioned away from like uh from fictional crushes to like they're still technically fictional, but I write the canon for them, so I don't have to worry about waiting three my, years for the next my fictional. <laughs> Thing is, like, Same. there's never a missed update. Same. There's never a missed update if it's all in your head. <laughs> so, My exactly. daydreams are popping. <laughs> like, you can wake up one morning, and you're like, "Oh, new chapter." And you just think about it. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> there we go. Get through the day. See, um, I I just dug in my heels like during grad school, like before I met my now spouse. 
uh i got very deep into those like dating sim mobile apps like mostly the <laughs> japanese like otome games but there was one that i'm not sure where the company was from it was called the arcana uh, yes. I think you mentioned kind of this. My, had had you my soul by the throat for a long time. Along with Are you a Muriel of... simp? Huh? Are you a Muriel simp? No, I'm an Azra simp. Yeah, no, that makes more sense. Muriel <laughs> was too tall and looked like. So I get very intimidated by people of like bu- like muscular, bulky statures because I yeah. feel like they could crush my head like a grape, <laughs> and that's probably scary. could. And his when I was playing, his story wasn't out. Like Portia and his story weren't out, but I played through Azra first, which was a mistake. <laughs> Cause then I couldn't enjoy any of the other ones because I knew what happened. I'm like, how do you go to someone else when you know what Azra did? <laughs> but yeah, there that that story holds us but because like I feel I thought I was gonna be a sip for the villain guy because look at his dumb face that no idiot as soon as when they said he canonically has a new jersey accent i was like i'm out (laughs) (laughs) the last thing i want is someone to like whisper in my ear in a fucking jersey accent like you're kidding me but uh i love chowder i love uh, i love this and i love this podcast because it's like we're talking about all this stuff and i just like i'm looking at Haley and i see the degrees and i'm like you have a job interview next week. <laughs> you have a I'm job interview with a congressman. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm sitting here going like, I once fictionally dated a vampire immortal Mozart. <laughs> I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, man, potentially two of us could work for the government. <laughs> it's just like, Two-thirds of this yeah. podcast right now works for the can work for be working for the government pretty soon. I had soon. to move these for my interview this week because I was like, I'll keep the daisies, but, <laughs> but the but the babies. <laughs> I'm trying to add more background to mine. You see the pink bonsai tree Lego set that I've oh, put together. The leaves are made out of frogs. Yes, the leaves are just pink frogs. So very adorable. Um, so I think uh, because you touched on the arcana. And I was going to talk about how my uh, tastes have evolved over the years. And quite frankly, I don't think they have. Because uh, as far as the Arcana, I, I fucking love, like, I... I... Uh, wait, I've, I've said this before, and I forget mm-hmm. her name. Uh, the redhead. Portia. Portia, Portia. yes. Portia. I absolutely love Portia. Julian's uh, sister. Yes. And she is... She, uh, spoilers for the Arcana, I guess. <laughs> Uh, but she is adorable, you know. It is this just—it's just the evolution of of my taste. They didn't really—they didn't—they didn't hard pivot like like yours kind of did, um, and, and they didn't. Uh, yeah, they just kind of stayed roughly the same. Like <laughs> I used to say when I was a lot younger that like or, you know, most masculine people have that like. If you could date one guy, who would it be? You know, even straight, you know, dudes are, are like that. Um, and I used to say, uh, I used to say The Rock. <laughs> um, before I learned he was a douchebag. We'll get to that later. We'll put a pin um, in it. We'll put a pin in it. We'll put a pin in it. <laughs> um, so I just, I thought he was aesthetically pleasing. He's, he's built like a fucking god. And he plays one now. See, now I'm thinking if I had to with a girl, because I am mm-hmm. tragically 
heterosexual. Only, <laughs> only into dudes that I know very well and am dating. So mm-hmm. I'm only really into in in reality. The one dude, yeah. that, the one dude that the you're technically dude. that you're us, technically not dating anymore. <laughs> um. Oh gosh. <laughs> that is. I don't know, because like anytime I like connect with a female character, it's like because I admire them in a totally like platonic, or I'm like projecting onto them, like you, like Toru Honda, who is a child. But I project onto her a lot because I was like, oh, we have similar life struggles. Or like Sansa Stark, obsessed with her. Sophie Turner is beautiful and portrayed her really well. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never thought about yeah. it. Never and we already know Marino Sharkies is Garrus Vicarian over and over again. But Sharkies also buy, so like, you know. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. He's, 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 for our he's, audio I, listeners he has stepped away from the screen i think he's, i think he got a buy flag are we are we gonna have a pride oh, oh, oh what do we got what do we got what do we got my bisexual pride satanic shirt came in oh hell yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> i'll be wearing this uh maybe one day to work i have, i don't know yet technically it's something they can't fire me for, and it's also a actual government recognized religion. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's the government. Incredible. Oh my god. Um, but yeah. So, um, I think also, uh, I I just I just really love a strong character. Oh god, everything's wrapped up. And as. And as uh, as Dwayne the Rock Johnson became more and more prevalent in my life, I learned that he's not a strong character. He's a strong person. He looks good. But he's not. A, he's not. He's not of strong character, in my opinion. Um, it's like the uh, it's like the John Cena thing. It's like he has granted the most Make a Wish. Proud yeah. supporter of China. <laughs> just yeah. Just John Cena. Why? <laughs> like, you had one thing to not do, and yet you did it. <laughs> you supported the government of West Taiwan. <laughs> I'm still gonna yeah. call it. I'm still yeah. gonna call it West Taiwan until the Chinese government takes me out one day. So, <laughs> one of these days we're recording. There's just gonna be a, la- a laser dot on your head. I'm like, oh, great. It's gonna be like that scene in Halo Reach with Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be walking one day. <laughs> We're gonna be getting into an elevator, and you'll just freaking die. <laughs> the Chinese sleeper cell is gonna take they're just, him. No, they're, okay. no, they're not. They're not gonna kill him. What they're gonna do is they're gonna like he's just gonna be walking to work or something, and they just vent. This Dan just pulls up next to him and just like takes him in there. And then <laughs> just, we never, we don't see him for like three weeks, and he's like, "I love China." They're gonna actually. throw. They're gonna throw me out because I'm gonna annoy the shit out of them. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Haley, continue. I I I don't know if either of you will be able to answer it because I, I through filming this episode I've learned that the truly unhinged one is me in this type of uh, in this type of topic. But if you had to pick like most unhinged, like out of pocket character crush, mm-hmm. like the one that you would like mm. you wouldn't want to admit it, but I'm going to ask you to admit it on the internet. Fair. Mm. I'm trying to think of what my most unhinged one would be. Um, 
Which I think my most unhinged was probably Baelish because that guy is just an irredeemable jerk and no one should ever like him. But also, he also spelled it like weird. He spelled his name weird. That was the first red flag. (laughs) I mean, that man is a walking red flag. And at the time, I just put red duct tape over my face. I was like, oh, my God, red's my favorite color. (laughs) Sure is a way to put that. I think another pretty unhinged, like, ridiculous crush that I had at one point was, like, the concept of Lance Bass. Like... <laughs> the concept of Lance <laughs> If I... Okay, if if we didn't, like, title the episode, like, what the subject was, I would totally put, like, the subtitle for the episode, the concept of Lance Bass. <laughs> so, so, here's here's my story about the concept of my crush oh on my the God. concept of Lance Bass in the early 2000s. Uh-huh. Because... Let's take he a trip to the way way back machine. Closeted man in a boy band, and my sisters were very into InSync, so I very much was not into InSync. But they were like, "Who's your favorite person?" So I was like, "Who do they like the least?" And they were like, "I think Lance is probably the worst one in the band," which is arguably inaccurate. I don't think they had a weak spot in that band. Um, so I liked the concept of Lance Bass because it made my sisters angry <laughs> i was like how come lance bass isn't featured on this track it'd be so much better if he was singing than justin it would like cause like f- blood feuds so that i feel is one of my more unhinged crushes where i just like created the concept of lance bass as revenge for needing to be different than my sisters so um i think the closest thing i have is uh, I believe her name is Ketsoko Waddle in Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Oh, the big titty blonde one. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, but even beyond just, you know, giant knockers or whatever. Uh, so let me, like, let me describe the, she's yeah. like, where's like Daisy Duke, like booty shorts, a black uh-huh. tank top. Uh-huh. She has the like ridiculously sized drawn bust and like the sleepy eyes with like blonde hair with like rainbow at the end of it. Yep. And I was like, that one, that one's mine. Also, she's named after a uh, an Aztec mythological figure, and I, I can't be, I can't make myself blind to that. What's the picture of the? The comic of the people pushing the characters aside, and it's like the one goblin. That's my favorite. The one goblin. That's my favorite. That one. <laughs> it's like the one slouched over, like character model. It's like Get that's my here. favorite. Get out of here. Scram, you losers. You. Except you. You it's can like say. Me. <laughs> um. God. Um. I'm trying to think. I thought of a weirder <sighs> one. I remembered a weirder one. I think it has to be uh, Megara from Hercules. Because, like, she's obviously not interested, but it's just like, I can relate to Hercules. I'd keep trying. (laughs) (laughs) See, when I was saying unhinged, I was like, all right, brain, give me what is one of the more embarrassing, like, stupid things we've had a crush on in our life. And my brain goes... Hey, you remember Zant from Twilight Princess? <laughs> the guy who you don't even ever see his face, and what you do is just <laughs> Zant. <laughs> Zant. Oh, 
man with like a fucking Ku Klux Klan hood. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can put it like that, I guess. <laughs> Un- we unhinged, and I-, I think that was also falls into the like mask thing because like Percy Dorolo wears the mask. Sure, sure. Kylo wears a mask. Loki has a dumb, stupid helmet. Like, like the dumb horned helmet, yeah. Dumb horned helmet. Why is this man wearing a grand wizard hood? <laughs> that's, what that's what I said. <laughs> See, that's what I mean by unhinged. Unhinged. Like, what's something stupid? Like, I remember um, everybody, like, most girls I know, it's like uh, ladies or femme presentings or anyone. Uh, what was his name? Like Kovu from Lion King Two. Oh yeah, the uh, the oh yeah, it's like hey, hey, I'm the, the son. Of, I'm the son of the villain. No, see, my I guess if I had to pick a furry awakening, it was Entei in Pokemon the Movie Two Thousand. He did, he yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can Entei. see. He could do that like mind control thing, and my brain was like. This better not awaken anything in me. <laughs> Unfortunately, it did. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> Thank you, Entei. <laughs> like, I can't even catch, like, to this day, can't catch Entei in Pokemon games because I feel too, like, <laughs> Don't worry, Haley. You're just, you're among many of, no- you're among many of what people would call normal Pokemon fans. <laughs> so. If that's uh, normal, I don't want to know what unhinged is in the Pokemon fandom. I'd rather just live my life in un- bliss. Unhinged, unhinged in the Pokemon fandom is giving Mega Buneary, uh fucking leggings. They knew what they were doing with that. God, am I gonna? Have or to Mega 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 Lopunny, Sorry, not Mega Buneary. It's called Mega Lopunny? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Game Freaks are uh, living up to their name. Wait. So I'm just gonna wait. Wait for that reaction here. Give it a sec. <laughs> like the, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, they knew <laughs> exactly. They knew exactly, especially the shiny version where they make her pink. They knew uh-huh. exactly what they were doing. Uh-huh. They knew what they were doing. We see you. That's why you're called Game Freak. Freak. <laughs> sure I just say. Yeah. So it's like Pokemon evolutions over the last few years have been getting surprisingly human lately. <laughs> so. I will say, if I had to pick a person that I ever had a crush on, um. I think I liked Tracy from, I think he was from Johto League, who had the Eevee with, like, the scruffy weird hair. Was it the Pikachu that had the scruffy hair? So you could tell it between Ash's Pikachu and Tracy's Pikachu. Yeah. He just came off, he just came across, like, less of a, less of an arrogant asshat compared <laughs> to Ash. That I was just like, I know your name is Tracy, and that's like... But he just, he felt like he would give nice hugs. And Child and <laughs> Haley was like, yeah, I would like to get a hug. Also, had I been born a boy, one of the names my family was considering naming me was Brock. And can you imagine how cool I would have been in the 90s if my name was fucking Brock? They should have did it anyway. Cowards. I know, now I'm stuck with the boy spelling of Haley and not even Brock. Legally, it's just, this is just Haley. Like, legally, my name is Haley, uh, but... My friends just call me Brock. Don't you want a jelly donut? Pulls out a fucking rice for, rice ball. Yeah, the bad like English translation. Would you like a jelly donut? And it's just a Japanese rice ball. It's an onigiri. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna turn this handy dandy frying pan 
into a drying pan. <laughs> that yeah, that scent. That's a full scent. That gets me every time. <laughs> My favorite thing is when they introduce uh, Brock's dad, and it's like he looks exactly the same with like the closed eyes. <laughs> and somebody, I think it was like a quote from Ash. He's like, "How do you know this is your dad?" And I'm like. <laughs> I I need to find the comic. I don't remember what's said, but it's like they look exactly the same and Ash is confused to who it is. It's like It's like, oh, what the fuck, Ash, you fucking this is why you can't win any leagues. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm trying to think if there's been any like recent fictional crushes that I've had. Like most of the media I've been consuming hasn't like elicited crushes in me, but Your your primary crush is your friend's D D character at this moment. That is my D&D characters crush <laughs> not mine that's Ophelia's crush not Haley's I feel like if Haley ever met Atticus I would just be like we're trying to kill yourself I don't know I don't know what the fuck is up Kyle but it's about to be my fist up your ass but uh, I'm gonna call you a muppet <laughs> call you a muppet Atticus Rose no uh I think Haley would find Atticus a little too like self-deprecating and quick to unaliving himself for the sake of other yeah oh to be like look i'm not here to be mom or your babysitter but ophelia is absolutely oh boy i think first like really intense fictional crush i remember which is kiyosoma watching it as an adult now Hattori Soma. I'm probably going to cut out the last 30 seconds because my internet just like shit the bed and all the audio got fucked from you guys. I saw you. I saw you freeze for a second. I was like, oh no. I don't know what's been going on, but I've been getting like no internet reception. Alright, we'll we'll do uh, do a white We can end it awkwardly. We can end it awkwardly. We are at the the hour mark. So I was gonna say we can we can like do a do a wipe here and then just go into Haley's last point and then wrap up from there. Yeah. Oh no, we don't even need to bring up Hattori. We don't need to talk about how I simp for another doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Without Context podcast. Oh, they froze. You there? <laughs> they froze that. Oh, you guys. You said you froze again. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we need to end. I don't know what's happening, but Discord's shitting. No right. worries. We'll just, we'll just, that's how Emmy Richu's video ended. So we can just say, like, shout out Emmy Richu for your flawless ending of your video, which is it just ends. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Emmy Richu. Um, uh, just in case Sharky doesn't freeze up, uh, thank you for watching this episode. If you liked it, hit a like, uh, comment down below. What, what were your childhood crushes? Um, out yourselves, I dare you. Let us roast you uh, in the comments. I will absolutely roast you in the comments. Um, I'll validate you. Yeah, so you got the good cop, bad cop. <laughs> um, so if you if you like what we're doing here, you can always subscribe. Uh, you can see all of our socials down below in the in the description. And uh, this has been the Without Context podcast. Uh, you guys have a wonderful day. Bye, everybody. Bye.